Yes, we're live. So welcome everybody to yet another live interview show with Become a Fearless Father. And right now I am accompanied by Paul Hutchings. Paul, thank you so much for being on. Really appreciate this. And we're going to go right in. And I got to right away. I got the first question, man, because I have seen some videos and I've seen some photos and everywhere. I'm like, wow, this guy's got some energy. This guy's got some drive, <laughs> right? So oh, the first question I want to ask you, man, what drives you? Where does that passionate energy, where does that come from? Wow. Well, thank you so much for the uh, great compliment first off. And uh, thanks to all the viewers for being here. I'm excited to be here. So where does my drive and energy come from? Uh, gosh, that's a good question. Where does it come from? Um, you know, I think that uh, I just for... <sighs> You know, I think back on my story, and I, we may get into this a little bit more, but I, there was a time in my life when I was really unfulfilled. I was mm -hmm. working a job that I didn't like. Uh, I felt like I had I had this potential inside of me that that was supposed to come out in the world, but this job that I was in, it wasn't allowing it to come out. I was like I was like in this little box, and every time I tried to stretch up higher, people would put their thumb on me and say, "No, no, 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 mm -hmm. go back down, go back down." You know, every time I wanted to earn more income, they'd say, "No, no, 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 you can only earn this much income." And that experience was really frustrating. It was like I had all of this power inside of me that was just bottled up with a lid on it. And when I finally figured out that I could go forth in the world, create my own business, create my own income, uh, when I discovered some great lessons, some great mentors that helped me to kind of like release that that power and and build an income for myself and fire the boss and get out of the box, like it just filled me with this passion and this energy that, you know, I, I embraced freedom for myself and it tastes so good. It, I love mm. being able to control my own time, uh, do what I want to do, work with the people that I want to work with. I, I love it so much. I'm so grateful for it that it fuels this passion to do the very best that I can to try to help others kind of create that life. So I, I don't know if that's where it comes from, but that's kind of like what what bubbled up when you asked that question. So exactly. I don't know, hopefully it answers it. Awesome. No one's ever yeah. asked me that question before. Right. Score, I like yeah, that. Score, awesome. uniqueness, <laughs> 10 points. That's fantastic. No, it's, I'm actually really um, happy that you mentioned that because last Friday I had a really off day and somebody for some reason had an hour available and started coaching me for that hour. And we start talking like, hey, what's the reason, right? What's your why and stuff like that? Mm -hmm. And he was actually saying that. He's like, you know, you find that most dreadful moment in your life, like what you're saying, like you're trying to raise, you're trying to come above you and somebody just kept pulling you down, kept pulling you down. And that is your why and you use that. And that's what you perfectly describe right now. It's like, that's what I'm using now to just, you know, I don't want that for anybody, Right. I yeah. didn't like it. I don't want that for anybody. And that's and now I understand. I see that when there was one photo where I saw you on a, on a stage and I was actually looking at the stage because I, I had the feeling like that stage is not going to hold you. It's going to collapse. <laughs> I mean, like, ah! and I'm like, oh, oh, thanks, man. <laughs> so, that's absolutely amazing. so before we go any further with all kinds of other questions that I'm going to have, Paul, share with us your, your your whole background story and with the whole i mean also of course and we're all entrepreneurial dads that are watching this and listening to you and yeah. we want to know the full picture so also uh, a little bit you know background story in regards to your wife and you got four boys i saw so we yeah. want to know a little bit more about them as well 
Awesome. Thank you, Klaus. I appreciate the opportunity to share. And I love what you're doing, by the way, with this platform, Fearless Father, like empowering dads to go forth and, and do great things. I think it's amazing. Um, and I, I, I have a feeling that maybe my story will resonate with, with this audience because I am a dad and I did go from a place where uh, I, I wasn't embracing my power. And, and then, you know, I went to a place where I, I developed faith and amazing things happened in my life. So, so let me tell you a little bit about my story. So uh, as, as you said, Klaus, I'm married. I've got four little boys. My wife, Corrine, and I have been married for 14 years. I can't believe it. Wow. Um, happily married. We live in Southeast Idaho. And when, I when we first got married, I had actually just graduated from college. I got a, got a business degree um, because that's what they told me. They said, hey, if you want to be successful in life, go to school, get a good job, you know, and that's the formula for happiness. So anyway, I graduated with this degree. I got married. I got this job at this Fortune 500 company. And the, the, best, the best I could do with a degree with a business degree was working in a call center, making $11 and nine cents an hour. Uh, and so that's where I started. And my wife and I, my wife was a dental assistant at the time. And because we were just getting married, we didn't really have much money. And so we, uh, we, we are trying to figure out what's a good way to get started in life, you know, and, uh, we, we, I have this grandpa here in Southeast Idaho where I live, who's got a 160 acre farm. And he said, hey, if you guys want, I've got this little spot on my farm where you could buy a single wide trailer house and park it there and, you know, start your family. And so we thought, hey, you know, maybe that would be a good way that would allow us to uh, save some money, you know, not go in debt like a lot of people do. So mm -hmm. we did. So we borrowed $13,500 uh, to buy the single wide mobile home. And that's where we got started. And so we're living in this trailer. I'm driving every day to this job. I'm experiencing what I'm ex what I explained to you that I was experiencing before where, you know, just frustration, like not fulfilling my potential. I was really disappointed in office politics where, you know, I, I would show up to work. I mean, I want to get ahead, right? I'm a dad. I've got, you know, family. I want to get ahead. So I go to work early. I stay late. I work through lunches. Like I'm doing everything I can to get ahead. And yet all around me, people are getting promoted past me who are not showing up early, who are not staying late, who are not wor working through lunch. But what they are doing is they're schmoozing with the right people. They're playing mm -hmm. golf with the right people, you know? And, and, and I just saw this happening. I was like, this is not right. Like, I, I don't want to, I don't want, is this my future? You know, I don't want to do that. In fact, just a quick, funny story that, 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 um, you know, from this, from this time frame, I actually had this good friend of mine who was from Burundi, Africa. I, I tell this story all the time because it's so funny. Um, he's from Burundi, Africa. His parents were diplomats. They sent him and his sister to America to have a better life. So he's working in this call center with me. His name is Arnold. So Arnold's like, man, I want to figure out how to get ahead. Like, how are these people getting promoted? So he scheduled his, this appointment with his boss and, um, he, his boss's name was Doug. And he says, Doug, I want to know how to, uh, how to get promoted. So Arnold goes in the office with Doug I'm in the cubicle next to Arnold. So I'm watching this, you know, over the wall and I see Arnold go in, I see him sit down. They're having this conversation and I'm like, uh, you know, what's the secret, right? What's Arnold going to learn? So Arnold, he gets done. He walks out around the cubicle and his eyes were just like, like this. And he just had this like really shocked look on his face. And I said, what's up, man? What's going on? And he goes, he goes, <laughs> I'm just so confused. I said, what do you mean? He said, he, I said, what did he tell you? 
he says, well, he says this, he says, Arnold, you really want to get ahead in this company? And Arnold's like, yes, I do. And he goes, okay, here's what you need to do. Number one, you need to buy yourself a Lance Armstrong book. Number two, you need to get yourself a set of spandex racing shorts. And number three, you need to get yourself a racing bike. Now, Arnold's from Africa, coming to America, trying to figure out how to get ahead. And this guy tells him to buy spandex. And Arnold's like, what are you talking about? And then he says, stand up, Arnold. So Arnold stands up. He goes, you see that office over on the other side of the floor here? He goes, that's the vice president of sales. His name is Jeff. And he likes Lance Armstrong, spandex, and racing bikes. <laughs> so Arnold's just like, what is, this is crazy, right? So anyway, stuff like that just made me realize that, man, that is not the life that I want. And so mm -hmm. I said, I'm going to get into entrepreneurship. And so that actually led me to my, my first uh, little venture. It was a network marketing company. Um, I went on to join and fail in about 14 different network marketing companies while I was living in this single wide trailer house. And I got to a point in my journey where um, I had actually quit my job because my wife and I were living in this trailer. So we saved a little bit of money. And one day I said to my wife, I said, maybe we're not winning because I've got this stupid job that's taken 40 hours a week of my time. Maybe if we quit this job, maybe then we could go have success. So I quit the job. And what happened was the little bit of income that I was earning from my network marketing company actually went down over the next six months. So I'm full time and my income goes down. So where now I'm making a few hundred dollars a month living in the single wide trailer house, family to support. We actually just had our third son. His name is Kyson. And, um, and I remember one day we were, um, we were, uh, I was actually working in this little office, brown paneled walls in this trailer house, got my laptop open, trying to figure out how to generate leads on the internet and make sales, right? Um, not making much money, not having a lot of success. My wife takes our third son, Kyson, to his checkup. He was born in uh, December. This was the first part of January. And I hear her her suburban pull in the driveway and 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 she comes in the, in the trailer I, I meet her in the living room and she's got tears streaming down her face. And I said, what's going on? And she said, well, Kyson has this condition called craniosynostosis, which means the bones in his head are fused together prematurely. And he's going to have to have a $50,000 surgery down at primary children's hospital. Wow. So I'm making hardly any money. Our savings are dwindling. My son now has to have this major surgery and I don't really know what to do. And right around the same time frame, there was another night right in the same time frame. I was putting two of my, my other boys to bed. They're, they're Caden and Camden. Um, they're all two years apart, my, my four boys. And so Kyson was just born. So Camden would have been two. Caden would have been four. Um, and they were sleeping in this bunk bed in the bottom bunk of this back room we had in this trailer house. And I remember one night I was, I was putting them to bed. I read them their bedtime stories. I watched them drift off to sleep. And I remember looking down at those two little boys at, with their eyes closed, you know, and you know, kids when they're sleeping, they're like little angels, you know, they're not like little terrorizers, like, <laughs> you know, they're like these little angels. And I had these two little angels sleeping there in bed and it, it hit me that I was, I was literally failing as a father and as a mm -hmm. provider because I've been trying to make this stuff work for so long. Here I was unemployed, living in a trailer, savings dwindling. There's my two kids there that they're just sleeping there. They, they have no idea, you know, that dad's not being able to provide an income for them. And I started to cry 
And I didn't know what else to do other than I knelt down by their bed right next to them. And I offered one of the most sincere prayers I've ever offered in my entire life. And that was, you know, if you're there, God, you know, if you're there, I've, I'm laying it all out there. I'm doing everything I can think to do and, and it's not working, you know? So I'm at a loss. Please help me figure out, you know, how to get out of this situation. And long story short, a couple of things, if I can still say that short story long, I heard someone say short story long, <laughs> um, but, uh, but I remember a couple of really, uh, important things that happened right around that, that time frame. Um, one is I was learning marketing. So that, that was a big one. I was learning new skills. I was learning about capture pages and headlines and, you know, videos and email marketing and cultivating a list. So I was, so I was learning about that. And then the other thing that happened was, was I had this distinct impression in my mind that I needed to begin a very serious study of the book, Think and Grow Rich. Now, I'd been in home business for many years. I'd read the book before, but what I always did with the books that I would read is I would read them, and I did this with this book. I read it, and I said, man, this is a great book, and then I'd throw it up on the shelf, and then I'd move on to the next book, right? And so all of a sudden, I had this really clear idea that, no, you really need to study this book and understand what it's talking about and apply what it teaches. And so I'm humble. I mean, I'm crying like on my knees, praying to God, you know, so I get this, this, this impression to do this. And so I all of a sudden become a very serious student. I'm folding down the pages. I'm highlighting the passages. Um, and there's one activity that Napoleon Hill talks about in that book. And that is the definite major purpose in the self-confidence formula, where he mm. says you write out specifically exactly what it is that you want, and then memorize this, this formula, this confidence formula. And then he says, every day, at least once a day, you repeat it out loud to yourself. So what I did is every night outside my single wide trailer house here in Idaho, beneath the stars, kids are in bed, you know, wife is maybe watching some TV at night. I'm walking up and down my driveway literally repeating this, you know, by the last day of November, uh, 2010, I think it was 2010, 2009. Um, I will have in my possession $3,000 monthly residual income, which will, and I'm repeating the thing and I'm going through the self-confidence formula. And what happened to me was over a period of a few weeks, I went from a state of hoping my business was going to work, praying my business was going to work. Please, please, please let it work. You know, I went from that to a state where all of a sudden I knew it was going to work. Like I knew for a fact that the money that my family needed, it was in other people's bank accounts. And all I had to do was perform the service necessary to bring that money into our, into our lives. And I would, I would see every night, you know, it says visualize. I, I can see the money in my mind. I can touch it with my hands. So I'm walking up and down my driveway and I'm seeing the checks. And at the time I was building a network marketing business and I was building an affiliate marketing business. And my goal at that time was $3,000 a month, $1,500 for my network marketing company, $1,500 in this training system that I was marketing. And uh, about four months, three or four months goes by and I get this check in the mail from this system and it is exactly $1,500. And then I log in my back office of this network marketing company right around the same time. And the amount is $1,498. And I'm like, oh, it was $2 off. But actually the $2 was a check processing fee. So literally right down to the penny, this money you know, shows up in my life. But more importantly than, I mean, as importantly, was I, you know, I, I got to experience what this thing called faith is. You know, and Jim Rohn says, 
He says, some people say faith is not a real thing because you can't touch it, you can't see it, you can't smell it. But he said, that's like saying radiation is not real. He said, we know radiation is real because it has an effect and so does faith, right? And so that was like the big breakthrough, you know, my first $3,000 a month from home. And of course we've gone on to do, you know, bigger and better things other than that. But like, when you talk about my story and like, I mean, that's it right there is like, that's where the magic happened with mindset and skills. Um, and so, yeah, that's it, man. That's my story. Happy to share. Love it, man. Thanks for sharing. So I hope I picked the right website. I saw this one uh, with you, onlinerecruitingsecrets.com. So I quickly wanted to share it. Uh, yeah. You can exactly see what kind of work um, Paul is doing over here. Uh, check it out. It's in the comment section. There's also in the description section with other links where you can find Paul and um, get in contact with him, which we will talk about at the end. All right. So let's get this going. What I was wondering is this then, because you're talking about, you know, uh, marketing, affiliate marketing and networking yeah. and all that stuff, right? So what for you uh, became the formula to get clients, to get people to buy from you? Great question. So um, the way that I look at uh, finding customers and clients is it's kind of like, and this is actually, if people go to that website, I've got a book that I wrote, Online Recruiting Secrets, and I talk about this in the book. Um, there's like phase one and phase two. And the way that I describe phase one and phase two, phase one is is networking, like knowing how to connect with people, knowing how to build relationships, knowing how to ask questions. Um, so that's phase one. So you can find clients and customers uh, through that type of strategy. And then uh, phase two is where you market yourself. And so, um, uh, and, and I like to say, you know, like sometimes people say, you know, what do you do for a living? And I always want to say whatever it takes. <laughs> you know, some people say, oh, networking is not smart. You should just do marketing because it's way more leveraged. And some people say, oh, you know, marketing is not smart because it takes more skills. You should only do networking. And I'm like, why not do whatever works? And both of those things work. So I'm a proponent of both of those things. And when it comes to marketing, the formula that I found that works really well is you market something for free to people that can help them even if they don't buy anything from you. So whether that's a video, an mm -hmm. audio, an ebook, you want to give something away that can really help your target audience, right? And then if you want to go above and beyond while that thing is helping them, if that thing you give them can also position you as a trusted authority, uh, you know, so that you are viewed not just as a salesperson, but actually as a um, a mentor, a resource, a knowledgeable person that people could come to for advice. Um, you want to try to position yourself in that way. Um, and you, you can even go a step further. And if you can make that thing you give them do both of those two things and also pre-frame whatever it is that you're selling, right? That's mm. really helpful. So if, you, if you're if you selling an affiliate program or a tool or a network marketing company, if in the consummation of that resource that you give people, you can teach them things that make it so when they see the thing you're selling, they're like, oh, that makes sense. Um, and I'll, and I'll, give you, I'll give you an example. Like one way that I do this in, in my marketing, in my lead magnet that I give away, is, um, you know, my target market is people building a network marketing business and I want to help them learn how to use the internet and also combine that with affiliate marketing so they can kind of grow their residuals a little faster than typically you do in a network. 
marketing opportunity. And so one of the things that I teach in my ebook is this thing called the law of the measuring cup, which, which it basically is just a metaphor that says, if you're going to bake an income cake, and let's say you want to make $3,000 a month, um, and, and you've got, uh, you, and the recipe calls for uh, two cups of sugar. And so you've got two, you've got the sugar container here. You've got the mixing bowl over here and you've got the choice between using a teaspoon to spoon the two cups of sugar or a one cup measuring cup, which one is going to be faster? Obviously the big cup, I mean, one, two, you're done. Right. And so I teach that principle because when you're building a residual income for people in network marketing, now this may or may not apply to, you know, your target market, whoever, whoever it is that you're serving, but the concept is pre-framing your offer so that when people see what you're selling, it makes sense. Right. So, so the way that I explain it to people in network marketing is if you're building a network marketing opportunity and you're building a, uh, $2 residuals like I did in my first network marketing opportunity. We built a team of 600 people and my check was $1,200 a month for 600 people. That means we're earning $2 a month per customer residual income, right? That's kind of like using a teaspoon to build uh, a, a residual income, right? Now, not saying it's bad, it is what it is. And there are benefits to that. You know, there's leverage there. And when your team gets really big, it can amount to big income. Yes, 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 all of that. And while you're baking your residual income cake, what if you had an affiliate product where you could earn $20 residuals or $50 residuals or $100 residuals per customer? Now you're baking your cake a lot faster, right? So mm -hmm. I explain that concept. And then when they see the thing that I'm marketing, which pays a higher residual, like, oh, well, I see why he's marketing that. And I see why that makes sense, right? But the principle is in the thing that you give away, help them, whether they buy anything from you or not, pre-frame you as an authority, a resource, a mentor, and then pre-frame whatever it is that you're selling so that when they see it, they're like, oh, that makes sense. So anyway, those things help. Awesome. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so I really appreciate that. Let's flip it a little bit, right? So you're building all these things. You got four boys. You're married. What? Um, how do you make sure that you stay connected throughout all the craziness, right? How do you make sure that you stay connected with your wife? Ah, wow. That's a good question. I told you we flip it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> now you're going to find all my flaws. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Uh, you know, uh, my wife was actually just talking this week about uh, us going on a date together. We have a bunch of, uh, um, uh, you know, like uh, we buy these dinner, dinner coupons. So like whenever you get like, you know, coupon cards or stuff. We got a bunch of them. And so she says, Hey, you know, this week let's uh, go out, go out to go out to lunch. So this week we're going to go out to lunch and spend a few hours together. Um, also, uh, you know, every night we, we have some alone time. Once the kids go to, go to bed, you know, we spend time together as a couple talking, uh, we watch Netflix together every night, you know, laying in bed before we go to sleep. We've got some shows that we like to watch. Um, so those are some of the things I, I would say I definitely have room for improvement in this area. Um, but those are a few of the things that we do to, to stay connected. Awesome. I appreciate it. Yeah. Because it's one of the biggest traps for us passionate, uh, individuals that want to make a huge impact in the world is like sometimes yeah. that gets lost. Um, thank God we have such great uh, women to, you know, stand by our side and they understand right? Yeah, most people do not understand what we're trying to do, right? And um, right. so 
I'm absolutely appreciative. And I noticed from what you just shared, um, you are exactly the same. So I really appreciate that. Um, and I'm going to put that a little bit now also with your boys. What, what are some of the things that you do to make sure that, um, you know, we don't fall into the trap of, okay, now we had a nine to five, right? With travel yeah. and everything. So we didn't get to see our kids. However, um, I've noticed that there are entrepreneurs that now is, instead of working eight hours a day, now all of a sudden they're working 12 to <laughs> right. hours a day, right? Which right. is even worse. Now you get to not see your kids at all, right? Yeah. So how do you make sure that, you know, um, you get to see them as much as they like, not as much as you, as much as they like, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's a great question. And I love your observation because that is definitely a thing uh, in in marketing and business is you're like, I don't want the job. I want freedom. So then you get rid of the job, you get freedom, and now you're a slave to your business, right? Yeah, exactly. So this is a great question. Um, so what I do with my kids is I, I, I do the best that I can to end my work day at three o'clock every day, nice. Monday through Friday. Um, I don't typically work on the weekends. So if I'm done at three, uh, my, my two youngest boys, they get off the bus at three 30. So I'm always at the end of the driveway to pick them up from the bus and bring them home. And then my older two boys, they get off school about three 50. So I'm always in town picking them up from school. And then we've got, you know, pretty much all evenings and all weekends to hang out and spend, spend time together. Uh, another thing that we do, um, you know, uh, is we, we like to strive to, make money in business and then invest it in income producing assets. Um, I, in my mind, that's like the freedom formula. Um, mm. Of course, it's not mine. You know, Robert Kiyosaki, if you follow him, he talks about mm. that a lot. And so we've got a rental property business outside of our traditional business. And that is great for uh, for family for family time, believe it or not, like getting my sons were helping me put in a couple of sprinkler system and lawns uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, you know, getting them involved in 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 actually like you know working and and helping with the family business. I think that's another another great thing. So absolutely love it. Great, um, Paul. Thank you so much for taking the time. We're already at the at the end of our live interview, so I want to thank you again. And everybody else has been on or listening to the replay. I appreciate all of you. Um, just in case, Paul, if we have some more questions or if they want to want to follow you some more, what are the best ways to to do that? Uh, yeah, thank you for that, Klaus. I appreciate it. Uh, but you can look me up on Facebook. So just go to Facebook, type in Paul Hetchings, and find my personal profile. That's usually where I spend most of my time. Feel free to send me a message. Uh, you can go to my blog at paulhetchings.net uh, or the link that Klaus shared, onlinerecruitingsecrets.com. Oh, that's it. Boom. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Great. Again, Paul, thank you so much. I really appreciate you. Everybody else, thanks for spending the time with us and have an amazing day. And I'll see everybody very soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.